0: welcome to almost 30 with krista williams and Lindsay simpson each week we catch up with krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now what hilariousness happened then and to ask is it almost 30
1: hello everyone Greeting, hey, almost 30 nation
0: greetings it's almost us. 30
1: Um, We've heard from you that Lindsay's voice is way sexier than mine. (laughs) I get it. You've said it loud and proud.
0: I know what you're saying. (laughs) They're, like, tracking the condition of my voice. There's been four people that have said that. They're like, why are you sounding sexier They're like, you know, Lindsay's got the, like, I'm like, like,
1: I actually have vocal notes, so, uh... Sexy voice, and then they trail off, and, like, there's two people on this podcast (laughs) say something about my voice.
2: You know, you have a cool left eye... Mm. kind of vibe to your voice, like TLC, left eye.
1: Damn, I was like, wait, is it lazy right now? (laughs) I was like, I don't think you knew a girl with a lazy eye, girl. I was like, fuck, I'm tired. I'm tired, I need to put my contacts in. I was Uh, like, what is she talking about, Oh, my God, literally, guys, I had a lazy (laughs) eye when I was younger, and I had to wear a patch for, like, a few years. And I went to the doctor, actually, the other day, and he goes, Wait. So he goes. Oh, you. So you had a lazy eye, and I was like, Yes, I had a lazy eye, and you would have to wear the patch for eight hours a day. Can you imagine being like nine or ten years old and wearing a patch for like eight hours a day when everyone's normal? No, No. I'd die. It was miserable. So my patch I'd had put a, stickers on it. It had a flaming soccer ball on it. Hell I was yeah. goalie. Obviously, that's what you do with the fat kids. <laughs> goalie, um, oh and so I had a lazy eye. And when, but then I got out of my patch and my lazy eye would sometimes still kick in if I was like really tired or like my eyes hurt. So sometimes I'd be like hanging out and I'd go cross eyed How do you bring it back? It's no longer there. My eyes are strong now.
0: No, no. I mean like when it would go lazy, like you would just like refocus? I just have to sleep. Mm. I can't
1: like, it, I would try to like refocus, but it just goes crazy. It's like you can't Did one day
0: it. your mom was just like, ah.
1: It goes rogue. You have like, a <laughs> like. No, my cause... mom had a lazy eye too. Oh my God. It runs in the family. I mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool.
1: Yep. So that's a little <laughs> bit about me. Um, but we're so happy you're here. Happy, happy, happy you're here. Thanks for subscribing, for rating, reviewing. We've got really good reviews recently, which has been amazing. Um, our review count is really great. <laughs> I don't I want to say skyrocketing. You're
0: like it's all we care about. We're just uh, all about that. <laughs> we're all about the reviews. No, it's been it's so important to us, and we love hearing so we're from you. And also in our secret Facebook group. Yeah. It's been. It's been amazing. Yeah. Just really good discussions. Mm -hmm. And it could be anything. from safe space. You know, I'm traveling to New York. Anyone have any recommendations for a great nail place Mm -hmm. to. (laughs) To I'm going through, you know, something. A really trying situation. Mm -hmm. Like, what would you do? Mm -hmm. You know, so please join. Find us on Facebook. Secret Almost 30 podcast Mm
1: -hmm. group. Yep. It's the bomb. We're pumped because today we have very special guests in the house, and we're talking about topics that I love. So I'll have our ladies, guests of honor, introduce themselves. We'll start with Miss Courtney.
3: Hello. Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Hello, everyone in in the nation. uh, Almost 30 podcasts. I love you. Uh, My name is Courtney Violet Bentley. I'm a certified personal trainer, and I. I'm launching a podcast due to these two lovely ladies called Fit, Fierce, and Fabulous. It's going to be amazing. So check it out. I just had these two lovely ladies on as well as my partner in crime to my right here. (laughs) So yeah, I empower women through uh, fitness. I teach them how to move so that they
1: can create magic in their life. And you, like a bunch of the Style Collective girls, which we'll talk about, Are you are their personal trainer. Yes. You like are changing the game for them. Yes. Yes.
3: I love teaching people that they can move their bodies and create magic in all aspects of their life so I love that I like to teach people to do that yeah. I love
2: that so that's what I do And you. I'm Annie Spano and I am the founder of Style Collective which is an online community for fashion and lifestyle influencers it's part of Social network and part education, resources, and tools so that women can take their blogs and uplevel them and make them a profitable brand.
1: And I think that's, like, the difference between Style Collective and anything else is the focus on that. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. like – it's, like, focus on making your blog a business and thinking about it more strategically than just, like – yes. A pictures of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Everyone in the media talks about brand partnerships and affiliate links and advertising. And if you're setting your sights on those three things, you are missing out on a lot of opportunity for yourself. Mm-hmm. That was something that we
1: talked about one time, like, on my way to work call. Um, <laughs> and just, like, it really opened my eyes to, like, thinking – About other avenues for revenue that bloggers can have rather outside of affiliate links and outside of things like that. Because if you are someone that has a blog and you want to make it your business, you really need to think strategically about how exactly you're going to make money outside of just getting sponsored by, you know, a big brand for Mm -hmm. a certain amount to do something. You know, that's kind of a very myopic way to think about it.
2: Yeah. My position on influencers is that they are the new generation of entrepreneurs.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And then
1: like in Collective, which I'm a member of. Founding mm-hmm. a member. I uh, am uh, me too. As well. <laughs> Founding member. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> saw it grow, literally. Yeah, it was actually the coolest thing to join. It was like, what is this Facebook mm-hmm. group like for people like me? And it was almost like a class of girls, like of, of bloggers that were at the certain stage in their blogging careers looking to take it to the next level and found this community of people that had the same interests and kind of wanted to get, to the next step, Annie saw the need for within this community for us to have resources, for us to have books, guides, all of these things, and then created the Style Collective from that. And now it has how many members?
2: So I launched a year ago mm-hmm. and we have over a thousand members. Yeah, wow. which is wow. yeah.
0: awesome. <laughs> and it's kind of a scary thing. I'm thinking I'm not a blogger, but it's just a scary thing to jump into. A space with other people doing what you're doing, and granted, all blogs, you know, are different, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's a scary space to jump into, like almost a a group, a space to share your ideas and knowledge and whatnot, and not feel, I don't know, like a little intimidated or Mm -hmm. nervous or like, oh, well, she's doing that, and I, you know what I mean? It's you kind of have to come into it from a certain angle. Like, do you facilitate that? Like, how do you facilitate? Yeah, so
2: i very adamant about creating a culture that embraces – where women embrace each other and welcome each other with open arms and mm. view each other as – colleagues and being supportive of each other rather than competing with each other. Like, I've called it a sisterhood, and we all call each other sisters, and it's really cute seeing on Instagram that girls go through the Style Collective hashtag and comment on each other's pictures like, oh, I'm an SC sister too. Love SC, and you're my sister. And, you know, everyone just calls each other sisters, and it, it's a mindset that I've tried to create within the group so that people don't feel intimidated with with blogging mm-hmm. totally. and reaching out to other people and reaching out to other people for help because that's the most important thing like it's being online everything is changing so quickly so the information that was good a year ago might not pertain anymore mm-hmm. so true yeah so I guess, so we have here, so Lindsay,
1: SoulCycle, sy- I don't know if you guys know Lindsay, Soul Cycle Instructor, yeah. Actress, <laughs> Extraordinaire. You're like, shut up. Sexy Voicer. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: um, Courtney, who has her own business, now her own podcast. And then Annie, who started her own business, female entrepreneur and me. Um, blogger. Yeah. Blogger extraordinaire. Give you yourself some uh, podcast host. Yeah. Keep going. Hustler. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Female entrepreneurs that are kind of doing our own thing, trying as much as we can to be on our path and stand in our own light and doing something different, you know, Mm -hmm. than other people that we know. So, want to talk about that today. Want to talk about being yourself in business and want to even talk about something that you just talked about, which is within Style Collective, women supporting women. So, I think on our podcast before that we had, we were talking about women and we were talking about what does it look like for us to be supportive of other women and i mm-hmm. think a lot of times people don't really know what it looks like and so there's the disconnect there so how can i be supportive to other women you know how can i be non competitive and how can i like act upon that in this like, especially with like what's going on right now with like po- politics and stuff like that so like how can i act on that and be a supportive woman
0: for anyone mm. I think it's been, at least for me, it's been a journey from going from not wanting to hang around girls at all, like, just, like, experience in middle school, high school. Same. And just kind of. I was like, I just like guys more. It's like, no, you're just a slut. Yeah. Same.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Girls don't want to hang out with you because you're a little slut. Yeah. I just kind of wanted,
0: like, it was probably an attention thing. Like, I just wanted attention from dudes. 100%. And I also, like, had, like, weird. Bitchy girls, like, whatever. So mm. so it started out weird, but then came full circle only recently in, like, the last few years where after college I really met some amazing women mm. who, from the get-go, just, like, lifted me up. And it, like, almost, like, shocked me. I was mm. like, whoa, like, I've never experienced this before besides, like, my mom, mm. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean, or my sisters. like. Yeah. And um, I just think... It's something that, like, gives back constantly, and I think once you tap into the power of being around really amazing, confident, loving, strong, supportive women, it could literally take you anywhere you want to go, and I'm only now, like, figuring that out, but it, like, feels amazing. Like, I just feel like I can do anything, Mm you
3: know? 100%. I mean, in the fitness space, it's like everyone has their method and their way of doing things. And I've come to the realization that because I lift weights and that works for me doesn't mean that that works for everybody else. And I think that before I would look at other people in my industry and just be like, well, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. And now I'm like open to everything. Love that. And I think it's because I've discovered that it's what you find that works for you, not in terms of like losing weight, but like almost like finding your flow that moment. That moment of like when you're working out and you're moving and you feel so like high and like that energy. It doesn't mean it's because you've lifted weights or it doesn't mean because you did soul cycle. It's what works for you. Mm-hmm. And if it works for someone else, that's great. But like be open to that and mm-hmm. that that's where there's room for more people like me. And that was really hard for me because I was always like, well, I know what's best for women. I know how to train them. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that they enjoy it. Mm. So finding that and realizing that, I've been so much more open to accepting other people and bringing them into my circle. Being I mean, like, you know what? Lifting weights doesn't work for you. But I have this girl who does kickboxing. You mm. would love her. You mm. should check her out. Mm. And just sharing that, you know, my goal is to uplift people and empower people. So if I'm not doing that with what I do, then I need to find someone else that can do that for that person. And that feels just as good for me to mm. do that. Love so I think that. sharing my space – and helping people find their flow is so important. Mm.
0: It'll come back to you tenfold too. For I'm sure. sure. You've yeah. seen it, yeah.
3: I'm sure. And, you know, it's not even about that. It's like, for me, it feels good just to help that person find their flow and find their fitness, mm. even mm. though it's not with me. That's okay. Yeah. And that took a long time, a long time. But I'm really happy I'm in a
2: place where that's totally cool. I love that. So that's where I've kind of found that space for myself. I love that. Yeah. I think for me, women supporting women. So I first realized that it was very important when I was working my corporate job and there was this woman who was a director in my group. And as soon as I went back to school and got my MBA, perceptions around the office changed. And all of a sudden, she didn't want to help me anymore. She didn't want to develop me. She didn't want to teach me the industry, teach me about the business and help me grow. And she made that very clear when she would lock me in her office and yell at me and rattle off the list of things oh. that were wrong and threaten me saying that I was never going to get promoted. Are you in? Are you out? Maybe it's time for you to leave. There's no place for you to grow here. And so she made it very clear that she didn't want me in her circle. And that was my motivation for starting Style Collective, for women to help each other and share knowledge and want to develop each other and strengthen your skills together, not competing against each other. Like this woman told me there's a hierarchy. I'm up here and you're down here. You need to know your place. And that didn't help me grow. That didn't empower me. That didn't make me feel good. That didn't make me feel motivated. And I wanted to create something for women so that they would never feel that way because feeling that way it changes you and it you start to lose yourself in that process when someone is just so demoralizing towards you and so I started to feel really defeated that was a common word in my vocabulary Mm -hmm. I feel defeated every single day I feel like I don't have a purpose in this world. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I was very depressed. I was crying every day. And to feel like that is absolutely terrible. And, the you know, you have the power to either make people feel terrible or make people feel good. So if you have that choice, mm. why would you step all over someone to make yourself feel better or – Develop them and help them and make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, it works both ways. You make yourself feel better either way. So choose the path where you can help other people. And that's why I created Style Collective mm-hmm. because of that experience. So for me, that's what women empower, female empowerment means to yeah.
1: me. And her, it was like, it's unfortunate, but it's such a gift to you now. If, you know, if you have Style Collective from it, it's like mm-hmm. that's like the worst I was thinking about when Lindsay was talking too, with like the growing up in high school and then college too. It's like I didn't really realize like the value of women supporting women until maybe college. Yeah, college. When I actually had like a, I have, I have true friends. You know, I have my very best friend that I grew up with, and I had best friends in high school and stuff like that. But it was like until I had like a real true like girl relationship that was like deep and real that I was like whoa you know what I mean like this is like like I love you like I love you and like I want the best for you you know it was like Mm -hmm. I had like boyfriends in high school and stuff growing up that I loved and like I was supportive of but it's like until you have that like real relationship with like a girl that you're just like there's nothing more I want for you than like good you know it was when I was like okay like that's supporting women. And then for me now, it's like the more that I stand in my light and the more that I'm focused on my path, the easier it is for me to be supportive of other women because I believe in myself and I believe in what I'm doing. You know, if you are doing what you should be doing, then you're not going to be looking at anyone else and you're only going to want the best for everyone else because you know that what you're doing is good for you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the people that aren't supportive of other women aren't sure and they're afraid You know, it's, like, that's when you're not, like, supporting of other Mm. women. And in the space that we're in with blogging, and I I know with you, too, but with blogging, for me, it's, like, it is such a space of, like, competition. And there is, like, you know, everyone's – they see – just like it's a i've used myopic twice in this conversation but it's such a myopic view of the world where like it's like okay there's only so many readers and so many readers will be looking at me and like i need to get this many followers and she's got this and the money and she's got this clothes you know there's that kind of thing which is like a little frustrating but like i try and like flip that on its head and when i see someone in our space doing something that i think is cool or dope and i want to shine a light on them then i will like i have had people on my blog that I've interviewed and shared with my community that could be a direct competitor, quote unquote, to me. But what I think they're doing is like rad. And I think it's like for me being honest about their truth and their light that they have that they could share with my group is like what Mm. Women Supporting Women Mm -hmm. for me is. And always just shouting people out and giving as much respect and
2: props where people deserve it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think readers, like I notice as a reader – When I read other blogs, if I see them collaborating with other women or highlighting them or showcasing them, I think to myself, like, wow, that's really cool. They're supportive of other women. Mm -hmm. This is a woman that I would want in my corner with me. Mm -hmm. And so you build trust with your readers when you support other women on your blog. Totally. I completely
1: agree. And it's so key now more than ever, you know, to, like, support others and, like, just help people in their path as much as you can. You know, mm,
0: there, yeah. There's a shift happening because of everything that's going on in the world. Yeah. I think it's even as crazy as it is. I do think that in in the long term, which it might not be that long of term, that we start seeing like just a movement. You mm-hmm. know, obviously we've seen the women's movement, but like there's something happening where like mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm
2: I know. I don't think yeah. back to like Martin Luther King and the movement that was around all of that and the reform that came as a change and so now there's just you know it's like the new wave almost like women coming together and supporting each other and wanting to create opportunities for ourselves and wanting other women to have opportunities for themselves to be To have financial independence. I mean, who doesn't want financial independence for themselves? Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. I definitely, I I recommend people all the
3: time. You know, you need this resource. I know someone that has it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm all about collecting people who have strong skills. And I try to think of who I can share them with because it's not for my benefit, but it's Just to give to someone else. And then that just helps you grow. It's like you're watering your seeds. Like why not help the trees around you grow so that you can grow too? They're going to help you out too. It all comes back to you. Mm. And then you're this beautiful forest,
1: you know? When I needed that contact, you were like, you like put an email out with me, CC, and reached out for a media contact when I was looking for one. Yeah. You know, and like you always like do the connecting and stuff like that too. It's like if someone reaches out to me and I'm not the best fit, I know three girls that'll be a great fit and I'm going to introduce you and I'm going to go out of my way to actually CC you on an email. You know, it's always like going out of your way. It doesn't take that long to go out of your way for someone else. No way. Not at all. Not
2: at all. I think it's also a maturity level thing too. Mm. Like people, if you are like whatever you're projecting outwards is like your insecurities. If you're not supporting women, you're insecure about yourself and you're outwardly projecting that. And people will see that and they won't want to be in your circle. They won't – you don't project a vibe that makes people want to be in your aura when you're negative and you're putting women down. But if you're positive and you're uplifting, then people want to be in your aura. And it's like – it almost comes down to – Authentic leadership skills and knowing Mm -hmm. your authentic self and people gravitate towards that versus the other. Mm -hmm. It is so true. How do you –
0: like uh, you said we were going to touch on this, but how do you kind of stay your authentic self? Like Mm kind of stay true in this like world of, you know, wearing these clothes, designer clothes and, um, you know, having – A great body and like Mm -hmm. keeping up with the trends and I think you guys are so good at it but just Mm -hmm. like having like an authentic voice but like what has been like the most challenging thing in being your authentic self through your blog or through your business?
2: I think it's really important you have to self-reflect and you have to be a little bit aware and I know people say that a lot very trendy to be like, oh, be self-aware, but you really need to look back into your past, look back into your history, and look at events that happened in your life and how they changed you, like major events that shifted how you react to things and how you deal with things. So, Mm -hmm. for example, when I was 17, my mom passed away from cancer, and I used that experience instead of, like, I didn't know how to cope with it Mm -hmm. at all. And I was going into my senior year of high school, and I said, well, you know what? My mom was always so supportive of my grades in school because she was never a good student. And she was always so proud of my A's and B's. And I'm going to get straight A's this whole year, senior year. And I'm going to take these electives, pre-calc and physics, when all my friends were taking, like, photography and food classes. Mm -hmm. And so I did it because I wanted her to be proud of me, Mm -hmm. even though she wasn't here with me. So – From that, it became ingrained in me to always take a negative experience and try to turn it into a positive, take the darkness and try to find light when you're feeling really down and create opportunity for yourself. And so, you know, that was something that happened with Style Collective too, like the work bully and I was very depressed and I used it as an opportunity, Mm. as motivation to do something good for other people. So I think it's really important to look back at your past and see what are some life events that happened for you that were traumatic and how did you react to them and look at those trends and I'm trying to think where was I going with this. And use it as fuel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah use it as fuel. Yeah. I love the and an an
3: analytics side of you.
2: No. Yeah. <laughs> Analyze. Yeah. So I mean that also ties to your values and who you are as a person. So like you have very set values like for me like I always work out every single day and if somebody questions that like you're not questioning my values. This is who I am. This is what I do and if you don't like it then we're not going to work together. And so you have to be very clear with who you are as a person and what your values are and that's how you can be authentic because people like when they look to you when they look to you Lindsay they'll be like oh i know that she's a soul cycle instructor and that she is very passionate about fitness and wellness and i would never go to her and say x y and z because that doesn't align with her beliefs and her values mm. and who she is mm. so i think that communicating your values is a way to be authentic
0: I love that.
3: Definitely. So true. I've gone on a roller coaster. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was so authentic to who I was in my mm-hmm. younger years. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I started caring about what people thought about me, mm-hmm. how they viewed me, how they accepted me. And I stopped doing all the things I loved, like going to punk rock shows and mm-hmm. just being crazy and wild because I cared so much about mm-hmm. what people saw in me. So I kind of groomed myself to be this other person. And it wasn't until like My grandma passed away last year that I realized I'm like, who is this person I've become? Mm -hmm. I'm somewhat authentic to who I am. I somewhat care about, you know, my message and all this stuff. But at the same time, I was kind of had a filter. I almost think of myself like Instagram. I put a filter on myself. Mm -hmm. And now I'm starting to shed that filter slowly. It takes time, I -hmm. think. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's like one day you wake up and that filter's gone. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just accepting that the filter's coming off and just being okay with that and just not caring what other people see of you or... You know, just not caring and just being like this is who I am if you like me great if you don't then there's someone else over there you know cool. yeah because
2: your story is unique and you'll find people that will identify with your story and who mm-hmm. you are and that's really what it comes down to is like people identifying with each other I mean we're humans and we're meant to have, like, these connections with each other based on common interests. So if you're always telling your same story, people will gravitate towards that because they can identify with it and they can look to you for that support and inspiration in times of need. Definitely. Yeah, Annie's yeah. been there with me this whole time. So. <laughs> so,
3: so she knows. Sweet. She knows.
0: Remove the Instagram filter, people. <laughs> what do you say, sis? What would I say? About just, like... What is challenging about like mm. being your authentic self in this space and like the blog yeah. world? In for me in the LA. blog world, <laughs> yeah,
1: literally. There's like,
0: for me in the blog world, this is
1: a surface level thing, and then I'll go a deeper thing. The surface level thing is really silly, but my Instagram feed is not what's the style that's like hot right now, and the hot style right now is like white, airy, like grainy, kind of like tan skin like a shirt going off your shoulders and you're like have a watermelon on it's like just like it's a very it's like the <laughs> naked fashion it's the free people it's like those type of styles and mine's not right now and it's kind of like i know that it prohibits me from re- working with the brands that i like but my style is me so like my instagram is me so i know that like i could go the popular style route and work with more brands mm-hmm. but it's like sticking true to me and just knowing that like every content the content i put out is me yes yes so that's challenging because I know I miss out on opportunities that are good opportunities for brand partnerships because I'm not doing what everyone else is doing. But
3: with, at the same time, like, Instagram. I
1: met you and you're exactly how I thought you'd be. Aw. There was, but, you that's know, so cool. you were cooler
3: and radder mm-hmm. and doper. Mm-hmm. Thanks. But at the same time, like, I didn't meet you and I was
2: like, yeah, this isn't
3: the girl I expected. That's true. Yeah,
2: that's not what you want. You don't that's want true. people to see you on social media one way and then follow you on Snapchat or meet you in person and be like, what the fuck? So She's totally different. Yeah, that would suck. I don't yeah, like, like this girl at all. Yeah. And then they go and tell everyone. So true. So and it's true. like weird. It's yeah. like you're two different people, but yeah. you're not. Yeah. yeah. You, you're you. I loved this example from business school. I talked about mm-hmm. this on Courtney's podcast, actually, uh, that will be coming out soon. Um, so Bill George wrote this book called True North, and I'm obsessed with it. Um, they it's interviewed it. a bunch of CEOs yeah. and found out what are all the qualities that make good leaders mm-hmm. and leadership skills that you should have. And so one of the examples from this article I read in school was about being your authentic self. Mm-hmm. So think of your house and your living room is where you hang out with your friends, your dining room is where you hang out with your family, your bedrooms where you hang out with your significant other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so even though there's walls up between all these different rooms, you wouldn't act one way in the living room with your fam- with your friends mm-hmm. and then act a different way in the dining room with your family and then act like a totally different person in the bedroom with your spouse. Mm-hmm. You want to be the same person in all of these rooms, in mm-hmm. all of these situations with all these different people. So that's the problem. With leadership is when there are CEOs who act one way at the office and then act like a totally different person outside of work, and you're not leading with your true authentic self if you are behind this facade or behind this filter, as Courtney Mm -hmm. said before. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure that whatever values you have, that like that is communicated outwards to people. So like on Instagram, you need to be the same person on your feed that you would be on your Snapchat and Mm -hmm. be when you go to hang out at a dinner. Like, I would never want to go to a meetup with Style Collective Girls and for them to be like, oh, my God, you're, like, one person in the emails and one person Mm -hmm. on social, and now you're a totally different person Mm -hmm. when I meet you in real life. Mm -hmm. Because then that, like, where's my credibility in that? I lose my credibility with my people. Mm -hmm. And you don't want that. I met someone in person that
1: I met on Instagram A girl like who was in like the same blog group and she's always like so sweet and cute and would always comment the most thoughtful comment. She's amazing. I met her in person and she was um, kind of depressing. She was like kind of a downer. It was really it was really interesting. It was very odd. I was like, oh, you're so positive and you like uplift so many people online, but kind of a downer Mm. online. So I guess the deeper thing and challenges that I have in being my authentic self is, like, what is my authentic self and then, like, what is the parts of me that I should kind of think about adjusting or changing? You know, like, not that I want to change, but, like, I think about in my relationships, like, with my family or personal close relationships, there are parts of me that I kind of need to look at as a mirror of something that I need to do differently or something that I need to kind of think about within myself that I should do differently you know maybe being more patient or being more understanding or being more kind and like what of those do i need to actually take on and take action on or what is like just me being my authentic self and is never going to change does that make sense i I I know exactly what you're saying i was like i don't know well okay for instance
3: like i do a lot of motivational speaking yeah so my speech drop it like it's hot Mm. for my female entrepreneurs i cuss a lot Love. I get girls in their heels to drop it. I mean, we have like we party, we dance at the end. But when I speak that same speech and I tailor it to a group of CEOs with men and women Mm
1: -hmm.
3: that are, you know, have their ties on and they're wearing their like long skirts, it's a whole different speech. So I had to learn to kind of bring my authentic self but also kind of cater it to them, not cuss, Mm -hmm. you know, not have them party at the end but still have that same ability to bring the same message out to them. Mm. So I don't think there's anything wrong with kind of changing things, but the message and the the ability to bring that empowerment for me when I speak is always the same mm. and the message is always the same. I just mm-hmm. deliver it differently. Mm. So maybe that's what I'm trying I to say. That. It's like it's the same message, it's the same you, but like instead of doing it in like a short skirt, I'm doing it in long pants.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I guess that's I how I can that. say it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay. So we're talking we're kind of just talking about that then. What does it look like to be yourself in business? And what benefits have you seen being your authentic self in doing what you do? And was there a time when you were not being your authentic self in business and what were the results?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I've always just had like a a handful of of, of streams of income, I guess. And It started out as out of college, like I bartended in college, knowing that right out of college, pursuing my acting career, I needed to make money if I was going Mm -hmm. to be auditioning in in class. And I knew something was pulling me to that. So that like uh, that felt like myself, like a draw to some to to, you know, a revenue stream that was going to support, you know, Every day me grinding to to be in those audition rooms. What didn't feel like my authentic self was when I was, you know, in that business, in that bar business, and I was compromising my health and I was Mm. compromising my relationships and I was, you know, making decisions that really did not align with what I wanted, you know, and that whole business itself happens at night I wasn't getting enough sleep therefore in the morning I was shit for any audition so it just didn't make sense and I wasn't connecting the dots so for me like being my authentic self is really being in tune and connecting the dots with okay even if what I'm doing doesn't feel perfect or maybe it's a little bit challenging but does it feel like it is truly kind of like holding my hand to take me to the next level, then I'm like, I'm in it. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I feel like I'm just sabotaging what I really want just to get money, it's like, it's it's yeah. a huge, like, I don't even know. It's like an air horn. I'm like, whoa. Like, yeah. I'm very sensitive to it now after having been in that business. And, you know, I, now I have a few streams of, of how I make money and all of them... I love Mm -hmm. and like I just am very sensitive so if something doesn't really quite feel right to me I know that it's not right Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. but enacting and fit modeling fitness modeling staying my authentic self it's like you kind of have to trust and I just have like this knowing that like there are going to be people out there that see my worth and see that I am going to be what they need one like be the 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 face or the Mm -hmm. hair or the body or the whatever for their product because if I'm not I'm not like Mm -hmm. I I don't take it personally Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so but where was I going I literally just had a brain fart like you (laughs) know
2: So basically, We're it wasn't serving your passion and your purpose. Yeah, I just
0: have a knowing that like I'm gonna land the jobs mm-hmm. that are for me. Like yeah. I just I don't even stress. Like I go into an audition, I I work my tail off to rehearse, to memorize, to know everything about it. I prepare, I prepare, I prepare. I do it, mm-hmm. and then I let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it comes back for me, it's like amazing. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. like they saw my worth. They see that I am. Whatever, you know what I mean? So I think just trusting kind of helps me like be my authentic self. And I think too, like you
1: are a mover, you like to move, like fitness is important to you. So Soul Cycle is brought to you. You're a teacher. So now you're being yourself as a teacher in Soul Cycle. So it didn't look like what you thought it was going to look like, but it is. Exactly.
0: You know what I mean? Did not. And
1: look. now the podcast, like also like another way to teach or mm-hmm.
0: whatever, or speak or articulate, you yeah, know, just exactly. to express. Yep. So,
1: finding those modalities of how you can express yourself and your business. Yes. Yeah. Amen.
3: Hee <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the question
1: now. <laughs> no, I know. I did like actually four Cheese
0: doodles there. or cheese balls? I was yeah. so into what you were saying. Actually, I know. Me, it. I like. Thanks, Steve. So like how do you?
1: How are you authentic in your business? Oh. Like huh. your authentic self in your business. So I've gone through different
3: stages. When I first started my blog in 2012, I was so myself it was ridiculous. It was almost too much. Really? It was ridiculous. 2012. I'm crazy many years ago cool like too Five. long ago. Yeah. That's sick. Crazy cool. That's me. Okay. That's how I explain myself. Oh, that was your blog That name. was your blog
1: name? <laughs> no.
0: Oh.
3: It was Star Systems. Systems. What does that mean to you? Does like it mean Like Zodiac? Fitness?
0: Yeah, exactly. Zodiac? Fuck yeah. Yeah.
3: I was like, oh, I'm going to launch this blog called Star Systems because everyone in high school called me Court Star, so I'm just going to, like, branch off from that. Love that. And I would go places and be like, yeah, my blog's Star Systems. And they're like, oh, is that, like, about crystals and Zodiac? I'm like, no, it's about working out. And they're like, huh? Wait, what? <laughs> so... Love. I think it was a little too much on the authentic self. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But you know, you live and you learn. Yeah. And then I launched this YouTube channel where it was just like motivational speaking. I would just like go on about random topics that meant nothing. And then I would like make it SEO something. and it'd be like clickbait. Yep. <laughs> it means something. Yeah, it, it means mean. something to me. But it's just funny. And then me, I just do things. Yeah. Right. So like I wish I was more like, I mean, I haven't met known you too long, Lindsay, but I know that like Krista and Annie, like, mm-hmm. well, I guess you guys both kind of worked behind the scenes before you launched your podcast, mm-hmm. right? You Trial and error, and then Annie's very good at planning things. Mm-hmm. That's not me; I just do things. Yeah, the lighting's horrible. There's a zip popping out of my YouTube videos, but I it's don't think happening. That's bad, though. Mm-hmm. And that, and then I kind of like did all that, and then I looked, and I'm like, why am I not growing? And mm-hmm. then I hit, mm-hmm. and then I started trying to like be other fitness people in the space. And that was the wrong thing to do. Mm. Copy. I wasn't copying them, but I was like, okay, what are they doing? Okay, they're doing all these butt workouts, so I'm going to make all these butt workouts. They're mm. doing all these arm workouts, so I'm going to do all arm workouts. I was just kept doing what they were doing, and then it felt fake to me. And every time I pushed publish, it felt fake. So then that's the energy I was putting out. So then I went back to that, and then I kind of am like, like I said before, like removing my filter and just being me and like, you know what? There's crystals all over my bed. Like, I'm not hiding that anymore, you know, like just random things that make me who I am and that I'm proud about now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, it was looking at what I like to do and how I like to put myself out there and just making it a little bit nicer. Like, you know, making sure my makeup looks nice before I go on a Facebook live, things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that was when 2012 when I was just doing stuff. And now I kind of look back and I'm like, I can be my authentic self but plan it a little bit better mm, I love that. so that my message is clearer and then I'm mm, reaching more people. That. So I had to kind of change that for myself. It's like it's great to just do things, but at the same time, if no one's hearing it, then it's pointless. So tailor it a little and bit, plan clear. it out a little bit, get clear, you know, freshen up a little bit, and then put it out in the world. Love that. So that was my transition.
1: Be your authentic self, but plan it better. I love I guess. that. <laughs> it makes complete I sense that. to yeah. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that.
2: Yeah, I don't know how I can follow you. That really? was so good, Annie. You were like it.
1: completely your authentic yeah. self. Come on, you were analyzing, <laughs> and you were numbers, and you were like doing research, and you were like you made blogging, which is like, uh, like
2: real. Yeah, you organized organize
3: blog the blogging industry, <laughs> yes. which is if you guys don't know, it's a hot mess, like That's a hot, very
2: messy hot mess. mess. Yeah, so it's considered an emerging industry, and it's a breakout keyword in Google, which means that it's experiencing five thousand percent growth year over year. And fuck yeah,
0: numbers. Yes, numbers.
2: I am numbers.
0: i um. bitch.
2: Um, <laughs> like, that's my babe. Yeah, yeah my mean, husband's like, here. I need more, <laughs> Annie, in to to more <laughs> Annie in my life. Yeah, so I mean, being my authentic self is just knowing that I have a story to tell and that it will help other people and empower them. And also my authentic self is that... I like to solve problems. I was a math major for my undergrad. I like to see a problem, and I like to solve it. So the problem that I saw in the blogging world was that it was an emerging industry. It wasn't documented, or there were no processes around how to make revenue as a blogger, and everything that the mass media is putting out there is... Mm. (laughs) literally garbage, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's smart to be advising influencers to only monetize from sponsorships and affiliate links and advertising. And so I was able to form my own opinions about the industry because it's so new. And that allows me to be a, a thought leader in the space now and help women create opportunities for themselves that they otherwise wouldn't have thought of. I've spoken to a lot of women Within the blogging industry, I get emails constantly. And I love it because I hear, what are the struggles? What do you need help with? And then I go out and I seek that information from experts and from brands and from just all over the place research. I went back to UNH, where I got my MBA. And I spoke with all my professors to find out what are the resources that you are using to teach these marketing courses at the undergraduate and the graduate level. So I'm always seeking the information to help solve the problem. That's who I am. I'm a problem solver. Mm. So that's what I put out there into the world. And that's how I'm able to be my authentic self. I like helping people. I was a teacher. And so I think that's that's just the brand that I've created totally. for myself.
0: Completely agree. powerful.
2: Yeah. And I think for me, that was to good. round it out, <laughs> I think it's
1: thinking critically about who you are and like writing it down. Like literally be like, what? Who am I? what am I good at? And if you can't think about it, you don't know who you are, what you're good at, have your friends help you, have the people that love you help you. Mm -hmm. Think about those times when someone's been describing you to someone else and they're like, yeah, Krista, she's so da-da-da-da. And like how they would describe you and like kind of take that and analyze that and think about that. Be like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. They said I was this. Am I that? Do I feel like I connect with that? And writing it down and then like flex those muscles, like flex those muscles in your everyday. So I think about who I am. Like I'm confident. I'm a really good I'm really good with people like I'm really good at reading the room I'm good at relationship building and I make sure to apply that in like everything that I do you know I know Mm -hmm. those are my strengths so like really capitalizing on that and like Staying true to me is knowing what I'm good at and applying it in everything I do. I have to I have to tell you,
3: your listeners, about an exercise I did that really mm. helped me. It's called the I'm fucking awesome letter. Love that. So basically what you do, I actually learned this from a psychic who told me, Courtney, take down your filter and write an I'm fucking awesome letter. Mm. Sorry for cussing. Mm-hmm. No, we love and- it she told me to literally close my eyes find my flow so whatever your flow is whether it's playing the violin playing the piano it's singing for me it's Eating jumping up and crisps. down <laughs> yeah. yeah jumping yeah. on pretzel crisps yeah. <laughs> uh, for me it's jumping on my trampoline my rebounder so i'll jump on my trampoline for like 10 minutes and just cool. zone out
1: tony robbins style tony oh. robbins yes. style baby yep I only I the wish greats I could have trampolines like yeah. Yeah.
3: So I bounced up and down on my trampoline and then I just sat down and wrote, I'm fucking awesome because and mm. wrote down all these qualities about me just poured out. And I didn't even realize that I had these qualities. Yeah. Because I just kind of released myself from doing that. So if you're someone who's unsure of your authentic self, that could be a great exercise you could do. And realize you're a great friend. Yeah. You really care about, you know, certain people. I mean, there's a lot of qualities that you don't even realize about yourself. Yeah. But you need to, like, kind of open up mm. and just be real with yourself. Yep. And it really helped me. I do it sometimes if I'm feeling really down about myself. I'll write this letter to myself and it really just opens me up. I love, I love that. that. It's a really great Such exercise.
0: A Such a good one.
1: Love that. That's great. That's real
0: good. Yeah. Hard Jump hard up and head down on. Like trampoline. Hard, hard head nod. Such a good one. The women, girls.
1: Supporting other women, being yourself in business. This is a good one.
0: It's amazing. How can people reach you? Connect with you.
2: Yeah. So if you want to connect with me personally, my website is anispano.com. If you want to connect with Style Collective and join, if you're a blogger, it's stylecollective.us. dot us. Love that. All right, you can connect with me, at
3: dot I also have a fitness membership site called The Fit and Fabulous Club, and my podcast is Fit Fierce and Fabulous. Woo-hoo. Yeah, Love so that. check it <laughs> so out. Much.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks rock. for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Woo-hoo. See you in the Facebook group. Yes. See you on Instagram. See, See What do you have to say? See Steve. you at the bar gonna, with me. How and should Steve. we end this podcast, Steve? How do you? How do women support other women?
2: With a peace yes. sign. Peace, uh, baby. Uh, How could we do it? I up deal-
3: the peace before you
1: asked the
2: question. Okay. <laughs> what? What, can we give Jelly us beans. some insight? Oh. Uh, well, he has sisters. He
0: probably has insight.
2: Yeah, you know, just be, you know,
3: uh, be, be. <laughs> just
0: what, what did Bill and Ted say? Be be awesome to each other. Be yeah,
1: yeah, awesome to each other. Fuck yeah. Be awesome to each other. Good night. Good night.
0: love. We <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
2: i